I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, you know the drill. Uh, rising grocery prices, paying more for some of those Christmas presents, inflation. Seems we're all getting hit uh, by higher costs these days on a host of different things, and politicians in Washington are promising every day to put an end to it somehow, some way. I'm not sure when the uh, they cue the music and the unicorns fly in, but I'm sure it's coming. It will be a, a happy ending, I'm sure. Uh, but there might be something else out there uh, that could be done that might actually help to lower some of those prices and ease some of that pressure. Uh, Alex uh, Morishanu, uh, who is a federal analyst at the Tax Foundation in Washington, D.C., joins us today. And he was gracious enough. Uh, we had breaking news yesterday. I uh, was uh, grateful that Alex would join us today to talk about some of those things that actually could be done that maybe aren't quite in the headlines, but uh, could be effective. Alex, thanks for uh, jo- joining us today. Thanks for having me, Boyd. Uh, so let's break this in. One of the things that you had pointed out is uh, something to do with with tariffs. Uh, who really pays the tariffs? What's the the role? How does that impact higher prices? Uh, give us a little breakdown. What are we missing when it comes to tariffs? Yeah, so most economists tend to think that uh, tariffs are or taxes on imports are typically paid by the end consumer, a tariff on, on goods coming from Mexico or um, Europe or Asia. Uh, those goods are going to um, – tariffs are are taxes on those imports, and those are ultimately paid by end consumers in the United States. Uh, So tariffs ultimately raise prices for American consumers. Now, for what it's worth in the context of the overall economy, uh, these tariffs are not a huge piece of the inflation puzzle, but they're certainly a part of it, and they're one that policymakers can relatively quickly change, as opposed to a lot of these sort of supply chain troubles or uh, more sort of COVID uh, pandemic related hiccups, uh, shifting consumer preferences, which are largely out of policymakers control. Yeah. Now, now we know some of those uh, tariffs, of course, the Trump administration imposed tariffs on a variety of, of things back in uh, 2018. Uh, as you mentioned, these are these are things that uh, Congress could actually move fairly swiftly on. Uh, if they if they were inclined to do that, how would that play out? Yeah, so I think some uh, tariffs can be, depending on what sort of section they fall under, uh, some can be changed directly from the executive branch, while uh, others um, 
Other issues would have to go through Congress. Um, but there are some where executive action is possible. Okay. And as, uh, and as you look at those, uh, and again, uh, it was interesting in terms of uh, the current administration, the Biden administration has maintained uh, most of those tariffs. And uh, again, some of those were done by the previous administration, uh, really trying to, to boost U.S. industries. And uh, some of that was probably to punish some foreign exporters or some foreign countries. Uh, are tariffs the right way to be uh, handling some of these issues or what, what is the right strategy? How should we be properly looking at tariffs in the U.S.? Well, I think one issue is, uh, which I think is sort of an, related to the supply chain concern, is that uh, tariffs don't only impact uh, consumers. At the end of the day, it's not just about, you know, you'll pay more for a TV. Um, but maybe maybe you want to make that trade off if it means you know more more people keep steel jobs in the U.S. But at the end of the day, tariffs don't just impact uh, uh, consumers directly; they also impact producers and American manufacturers by raising the cost of inputs. Uh, for example, the Biden administration recently doubled. Uh, the tariff on Canadian lumber. Now, a big concern with the supply chain crisis is having enough warehouse space to keep inventory. And companies have been racing to expand capacity. But if you're trying to build out uh, space very quickly, um, if wood becomes a lot more expensive, uh, it's a lot harder for you to do that. So that's sort of creating additional troubles beyond direct, just putting more taxes on consumers. Uh, that it's really a, a big part of the tariff issue is actually how it hurts American uh, producers. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's so fascinating. And, and uh, real quick before I let you go, Alex, uh, as we look at some of the things, obviously tariffs are, are one, as you said, one piece of the puzzle. Uh, from your perspective of the Tax Foundation, what else are you seeing that's really driving that uh, inflation number? And what should Washington be focused on if we're going to ease that uh, and try to move everything forward into the new year? Well, a lot of the issues are uh, related to uh, the, the First of all, it is, of course, uh, multi-causal. Uh, a lot of different factors going in here. Uh, when you look at how consumer demand has changed very rapidly in the past two years as the economy has closed and reopened, um, people buying a lot more goods relative to services, which have been, you know, closed, um, have caused a lot of problems. And there's nothing, not much policymakers can sort of do there. Um, at the same time, some of it certainly caused by additional social spending, not only social spending now, but that allowed people to build up savings uh, last year, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just that... Um, this is sort of an off, sort of a, a negative side effect of that is um, increased inflation now. Um, so I think those issues, uh, uh, some of the COVID-related issues are just sort of, we'll have to wait and see how they come to pass. But uh, looking at making sure in the short term that uh, we're not sort of poorly directing additional, uh, even more federal spending, um, sort of thinking very carefully about what makes sense to uh, spend additional money on. Okay, fantastic. Alex Morshano, uh federal analyst at the Tax Foundation in Washington, D.C. Always appreciate Alex's perspective. Thanks for joining us today.
Coming up, the Federal Reserve announced uh, some dramatic shifts uh, coming up in its policy and their response towards inflation, what it's doing, and what does it actually mean to you? How's it going to impact you and your world? Representative Robert Spenlove is going to join us to break that down. Coming up next. Stay with us. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.